guys, what's up? My name is EJ and welcome to our latest episode of our Footy Fantasy Podcast. With me, I have Idris. Say hi to the camera and um, we'll have more guests coming along, but um, we're excited to get the show kicked off today. Before I start, I want to plug our social media handles, okay? So if you don't follow us already, please subscribe to our channel on YouTube where you get all this content. It's available on YouTube like a day later. Um, on Twitter, we're pretty active on Twitter. Our handle is Footy Ad Fantasy. And on Instagram, we're also active as well. So engage with us and like, share, follow. Um, okay, so I'll be honest and I'll admit that I did not watch the game. I'm very upset that I didn't. I just wasn't able to, but I'm glad I have Chelsea fans to tell me what happened. I, I don't understand because what I saw, I saw the scoreline at three all, and I was like, I don't think I've seen City concede three goals. And then the game ended four all, which means they conceded four goals. And I definitely don't believe I've seen City concede four goals. So, uh, apparently, there's a stat I have. There's a stat I have for you here uh, for Pep as a manager in his 882nd match as a manager across all competitions. This has been the first time Manchester City boss Guardiola has seen his side concede four or more goals in the same game. So yeah. this was like, this was wild. This was actually wild. Uh, that was shared by one of our, our diligent uh, Chelsea toxic fans, David. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, uh, it was a wild game because um, it's everything. Like, like we, we could have won this game, EJ. That's the crazy part about this whole thing. This game... We could have won this game. That was that was the part I still really blew in everybody's mind. They got they had a penalty. Uh, we had conceded um, early enough, funny, and we just thought, no, it's gonna be a rout, right? The boys came back again, and they kept coming back, and that's the crazy thing. Like it was just like we just kept coming back, and I think at some point, City just ran out of ideas of like, wow. at this point, is who scores more? That was where it just got to. Who's going to score more, and who has more patience? And and we we had one very wicked deflection, which was to me on just just unfair. All right. Uh there was a penalty given to City, which again to me was unfair. But it's a penalty in the sense of like Cucurella just had a brain dead moment, right? But he was fouled. And that's the thing we're gonna talk about again, like VAR's consistency. He right. was fouled before he dragged Alan down. Because Alan had dragged him first. Oh, and wow. then when he couldn't get free, so he tried to drag him down. The ball comes in, Tiago Silva knocks it out. Ref calls a penalty. Okay. So it's kind of, so yeah. it's, it's kind of like you look at it, you're like, oh, that was harsh, but technicalities, it's a foul. But he, he was fouled before foul. that. A whistle could have you gone know, up. They could have been dead. Yeah. Dead, exactly. So but so when you count that, we should, we should be like, according to the goals scored out, then we had a certain scenario, one-on-one, -on -one, Gusto actually balloons the ball. So that was like, it could be like in 5-2 if, 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 if the gods of soccer were on our side. So... Massively, man. Like this is this is for a pessimistic guy right now about where we are. This is massive for us. Like you have no idea, girl. <laughs> going into the match, what were your predictions? Because I don't know. My predictions going into the match was very poor. I was just thinking something respectfully, but like City coming from a six-one slot, I thought if we get like three-one, we're good. You know, four-one, still respectful. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I'm being honest. Four-four? Nah, this yeah. is not coming. Did not see that coming. So, okay, hang on. Let me take some comments because they are coming in. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Um, Facebook Bobby. user said, Baboy, let moderate and moderate now. Oh, yeah, you got excited to tell me about what happened. <laughs> um, that's cool. Don't worry. You just can't even moderate the show. Um, he said, Idris, my man. Yeah, that was a very soft penalty for City, Ola. We all know Ola is our resident. I think he's unbiased as far as like telling us if things were soft or harsh. Yeah. So if he says it's soft, I agree that it was soft. And I, you know, I saw the comments on on social media. I saw the post match reactions from Rand. What's his name? The guy former Sterling, Raheem Sterling, oh, yeah. um, Palmer, and they were both saying that Chelsea could have easily, not easily, but could have potentially won the game. So it seemed like it was things could have fallen, like you just said, things could have fallen into you guys' path and then you guys could have won. So, I mean, that's great for Chelsea, right? That bodes well because you guys won, you beat Tottenham last week. Was it Monday or so? Um, so two big games in two. And I'm pretty sure everyone said you guys are going to be minus six. <laughs> no one would have given you four points out of these two games. So that's... that's we, we, we were saying minus six. You don't even need to throw <laughs> us. Like... <laughs> Chelsea does well playing. Very true. Very true. That person is a Chelsea fan. Whoever that person, that sounds like David. Put your name in the, put your name with your <laughs> comments, in your you comments are. on Facebook. Let's know who you are. But Chelsea struggles with teams with a low block. That is David. That, that sounds <laughs> like a podcast. <laughs> David, tell us you're David, okay? You're David. My friend David. Yeah, David. David. Okay. <laughs> no, no, is it Houston? No, not Houston David. Um, Dallas David. Okay, my bad. Texas David. Oh, yeah. Texas, um, Texas dude, yeah. I thought they all live in Houston. Yeah, okay. everybody. Yeah, you think so? Uh, <laughs> but that, they open can get it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that, that's a segue to our game because if you looked at our, our, our matchups after the last um, international break, right? Like said it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not him, but it is Adebayo. Okay. Oh, it is Adebayo. Right. Hi, David. Hi, David. Oh, uh, <laughs> which. Which is very interesting because we all agreed on that. Because initially, in the beginning of the season, uh, we were pretty excited about yeah. we we're pretty excited about what we could do. We had a team that every coach struggled with in terms of finishing. We got rid of. We literally sold everything to furniture, the mama, and whatever that had to go with. It's like everybody going. Then we got these new boys, and yes, we do understand that side: Sterling, James, the guys from the academy, and probably Thiago Silva. Everybody has not played together for right. before, you know. So you're gonna have issues where the the they are understanding and blending into what the the coach has for them. Uh, but then we just hit that slump of where you could you realize how very young and inexperienced these boys are. Like watching with with, with, with my family here, they're like you could totally was like like you could see the inexperience in the boys and decisions that they were making. If that was a finished product, City's getting forgive my language, their ass handed to them today significantly like okay. significantly because you look at like to me city is a finished product right yes it's drilling to them you look at chelsea and you're like man we're picking these guys apart and we're missing chances and you're like wondering what if, if we were as matured what if, if they had played together for two three years what would have happened you know what i mean so yes we do struggle against teams that sit in defense maturity they have no idea what to do with it i think arsenal has gone, been through that liverpool has been through that i think united also struggle with teams that play possession football once yeah. there's a block naturally the players feel like they have to go around the block not yeah. go through the block mm -hmm. so wow. looking at the stats you guys had 17 shots compared to nine you're pretty much yeah yeah wow. yeah 
we outshot City. Madness, fam. <laughs> and the cool thing is, on target. <laughs> we, we had on target. It was like 70 to now. Like, we are on target. Oh, um, shots on target, they edged you out. But the, their what, was the what, what was the shot on target? Just curious. Nine for Chelsea, 10 for City. Um, oh 17 God. shots all together for y'all. For y'all, yeah. for City. As we used to call ourselves the XG XG gurus, like we just be XG now. We out of out of out of games. <laughs> it's like, oh man! But yeah, any particular moments I stand out? I mean, two penalties. I saw my my friend, our friend, the referee, Anthony. Where is it? He hates you guys so much. Oh, what what man, would he say on average? How was his performance? For the level of hatred he has for us, we'll say average i can't even give him above average but all in all english in to me and this this might also be my bias and we will segue of, into that so i will stop yeah. you when you talk too much about refs um refs yeah yeah um gusto should have yeah. scored and you you did say that yeah okay. so that would have put up that would have put that, like that was such an open it was just him and the goalie you know okay he had so a great game besides the penalty yep that's a day by young yes yes yeah and he's referring to the ref Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? Fair to him because he's been worse. <laughs> like you know, when something is has been so bad in the past, yeah. And then the person is bang average, and they're doing the job. You're like, oh my god, he's actually amazing. It's like, no, he's actually just exactly could be worse. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just just average. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go to the next topic while we wait for Benny. When Benny comes, he can okay. share his thoughts with us. Um. Chelsea's best player of the season so far, and why? Connor Gallagher. Okay. Connor freaking Gallagher. Anybody that brings up any other person's name, run them over. They, they don't know what they're saying. This was a guy we were about to sell on a buy one, get one more free. We were willing to put this guy on any player that goes out the door. You want Connor? You want anybody? Connor too is here. <laughs> and 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 I and I think we, in even um, the Chelsea group we were in, we debated a lot about the, the midfield. Um, if you remember last season, I was known as a Jorginho hater, right? Yeah. Everybody was like, yeah. is. but he's in your team right now. And you see his, efficient, his efficiency in what he does for you guys, right? Yeah. Sure. You can still be like, okay, this Chelsea guy is suspect, right? I get it. I get it. Yeah. Every Arsenal fan feels some type of way. I used to wipe that from my memory. <laughs> he's he's a unique kind of player, but I think Ateta Pep, uh, like coaches, get the best out of that kind of player. Gotcha. Um, once you're not that kind of coach and you come in with your junior, you're going to pass side to side to that kingdom. I just call him project manager. He manages the game. His, his job is not here to get assists. He scores goals. He does is efficient in that. Now, in that sense, why I'm mentioning Conor Gallagher here is because before the season, we thought it was an asset we could sell to balance the books or sell to bring some other people in. We bought, we bought a whole bunch of 21-year-olds, 20-year-olds, and even Enzo Fernandez for such a talent that he is. If you go look at his stats, it's only had one full season with Benfica. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, never, it feels like, oh, he's been playing. Like, no, he played in, in Argentina. He came on one season. And then we bought the guy after the World Cup. And you expect that guy to be like, what, prime Kevin De Bruyne? Yeah. No, nah, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not going to happen. He's just not going to happen. He's young. He's an exceptional talent, but he's not the guy right now that is yeah. just going to bust the midfield at De Bruyne level, that uh, 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 Silver level, Hernandez level. It's just not that guy right now. 
That being said, same thing for Casiedo. He's good enough as a 19-year-old, one massive season for Brighton. He's not a top four level CM right now. He has the talent, but he's not that right now. So to put so much pressure, oh, Benny, welcome. Can you hear us? Okay, and we can't hear you. Yeah. So he's good. I know why. He's gonna shout at someone, but oh, there are, there are people in there are people on the comment section waiting for Benny's Benny's reaction. They are like, we need to hear. You all drew today, so he really can't have much to say. That's negative anyway. See his name no, says I, positive, so I think we skeptically positive. <laughs> and I'm with him on why he's skeptical. I'm with him on why he's skeptically positive. Like he's been right on so many other things. Um, but so, uh, so have we, um, someone said, looking at God, literally meeting our enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I swear wow. to God, that's David, that's David's burner account. That's David's burner account. I think I should show his face. I think I should show his face. Someone said, <laughs> and I think I guess I think I agrees with you. Cole Palmer will give him a run, but Connor might edge him. I'll say why Cole Palmer not the game of. Uh, oh. it, it, was the question man of the Sorry. man of the match? That 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 is that a, ah? I need somebody from our group. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say the question is who is the best player of the right season now? so far? Yeah. So far, if it's of the season so far, it has to be um um um. What's his name? It has to be Conor Gallagher. Okay. Conor Gallagher has played every wing possible mm. from the midfield up front. Right. Yeah. And yeah, we can't hear you then. Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's it's he's 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 played every wing. Pivot three, box to box. He's been shifted to the wings. He's done everything with a smile on his face. This is a guy that, like, in all fairness, and it's very sad, like how sometimes clubs could be rootless. And it is business at the end of the day. It is what it is. He was he wants to stay. It's the same situation you see with the likes of. Fikaya Tamori when he wanted to stay. Um, the likes of even Tammy Abraham. They wanted to stay. Yeah. But the club was just like, oh, we could get somebody better. We could offload you as good asset. Go grow somewhere. Somewhere of that, then come back. Right? And um, with him, up until the preseason, I believe he was leaving before the window would close. Mm. And as God will have it, as they say, um, players got injured significantly. And he was used everywhere. And he did it above average. So when you look at such determination of the player, such maturity in the sense of how he applies himself to the game, then you have to look around the other team and be like, okay, what's up with you? I know you're 21, but I need to see you apply yourself wherever you find yourself. Cole Palmer had a situation today. If he had laid the ball quickly to Conor Gallagher, it was a one-on-one situation. He did it. That would have been goal number six. Just like Gusto. So those are scenarios you look at that like we will never have this opportunity with a very top team. You know what I mean? Like when it's like if you just leave the ball, that was a goal. Or an attempt on goal. Those opportunities don't come very often. Right. So Conor Gallagher it is for me throughout the entire the entire season. Wherever you wanted him, he delivered. Do you agree with Adebaya when he says, I think at the end of the season it will be Paul Palmer? Does he have the chance to usurp Connor? At the end of the season, uh, play the season so far. Kind of, honestly, I think in the end of the season, possibly, 
Yes, because because if because goal scorers get um goal scorers yeah, they get more get, accolades. Yeah, and I'm, I'm more biased accolades based on the fact that it did. I agree that Gallagher has been stand up. Yep. And our player for the season for me the most influential no. Palmer. Yeah, I think I think it sounds like a tie at this point. I feel like everyone's yeah. either or. So that's another thing again. The Cole Palmer kid comes into the Chelsea lineup as a reject from Manchester City looking for playing time. He ain't breaking into the Man City team. That's not freaking happening. Like, like, you know. And then he comes and it's the same situation with Chelsea where Chelsea loses players and they just freaking blossom in other teams. Oh, it looks like... We Can you hear me? Yeah, yes! Can hear us. Okay, here's what's mad. You can hear me, but I can't hear you now. This is stupid. <laughs> This is crazy. This is good. Do you want to dial in with your phone? I'm really gonna cry. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> use your phone. Can you use your phone? Use your phone. I use really phone. cannot hear you. So just continue. I'll figure oh, out use. a way to make this work. Yeah, I just did. Yeah. So it's like that's the bias of. Uh, I think call him Cook Palm. Yeah, oh, no, it, 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 it's also a running joke we have about. Oh, y'all do call him that. <laughs> we make we make fun we make fun of um, Connor Gallagher, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Confusion yeah. the top of my head. <laughs> 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 I am so dumb. So I would say I would say for I would say for um, Connor Gallagher. Everybody used to make fun of Connor Gallagher. Call him. Wait, all is well when we don't Maybe want to hear. Don't to hear what <laughs> They're coming for it. Then you have to come online because <laughs> any mis- any <laughs> So basically, it's when you when you when you actually look at the way the boy plays for his age, he's a natural talent. Yeah. You can't take that away from him. It's like watching Bukayo Saka coming, and he's supposed to just be a kid. How old is Connor? Who Connor? Connor Connor is twenty five. He's twenty five. I think I think he's twenty five right now. He's an adult. They're not children. Um, actually, yeah, let me old. check. That seems old. He's older than Declan Rice. Oh no, maybe not. I, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. Hold on, hold on. He is twenty three. My bad. Because yeah. he will be twenty five. It's Tammy Abraham. That set of Tammy yes. Abraham and Macy Mada twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. So, so look at that. He's twenty three. Look at where he's pulling. Yeah, that's good. You know, Palmer is nineteen. Power is 19. <laughs> That's what you see, my like. I don't think people are seeing, like, like our boys are doing. It's like, okay, okay. Okay. I mean, I, I knew I understood that Chelsea went and bought 15 kids. To and she went to go, we went to go back in that garden. <laughs> that was what we went to go buy. When people are like, oh, you guys, you guys will be ready when they jail. I'm like, these boys are still drinking breast milk. Like, they have mis- biscuit bone. If they get injured, they get seriously injured. Right, right. At least they will heal. There's something about that. They will heal, but it's also bad if they're reoccurring injuries. That's one fear yeah, we have for James. That wouldn't be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so is James... Is he still unfit? Rhys James got pulled out 68 minutes, and it was deliberate. Okay. And at that time, I think we were even, like, a goal down. But I was okay with it. I was like, see, this was a game I did not expect us to win. But this is a game that... You said Palma is 21? No. Yeah. No. Okay, that is. No, no, no. Oh, he's twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fine if he's twenty-one. He's twenty-one. Yeah, he's twenty-one. Mm-hmm. I thought was, I honestly thought he was turning twenty, nineteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty. He's twenty-one. 
So he's then it makes sense. He's, he's in that age area with because yeah. the way he plays, in all fairness, he's very I wouldn't say very mature yet, but his awareness is far like the gulf of awareness that kid has is far from any other Chelsea player right now. His positioning, he plays like a pep player. Mm. You could see the difference. You could literally see the difference. Like he's fifteen years at City. How long has he been at City? Bro, he's been grinded. Like you know, this boy can see passes five plays ahead. Okay, this guy says. And, he says today's Raheem was prime, running at that left. It was a beauty to watch. Looking at yes. him, as a sleeper for Chelsea player of the season of the year. Possibly, possibly. In the beginning. Yeah, this is why I would say this. Raheem has been around for so long. I think we disrespect the level of longevity that guy has given us. Um, he started at Liverpool, if I remember very well. Yes, he was at Liverpool um, for years. There you go. I'm th- and, 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 for years. Is this seen, and he's only years. 29. He's not even 30. No, I think he's 20. I don't think he's 29 yet. He was born in 94. So whatever that, that means, he's 29. Yeah. The year is almost over. Almost over for him. He's uh he's twenty eight. When's he when's he turning twenty nine? December eighth. Okay, his birthday is just coming up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So even the fact yeah, you're you're still right by the way in terms of like the uh... Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. He has finished show, it's over, it's over. <laughs> My enemies want to silence me. My so, enemies want to silence me. They will not oh succeed. They yes. will not succeed. Oh yeah. They will not succeed. EJ, I will roll over to you to Ali Yup. Yeah, perfectly. Because this is the part I need to see. Ola is going to type hard now. My my, my boy is David. <laughs> Dada, Yemi. <laughs> my okay. brother, my sister, carry on. We're going to rewind. Let's do a quick rewind because I do have time. I'll give you okay. five minutes. Just give me your summary of the match, the game that happened today, Chelsea versus Man City. Um, Chelsea versus Man City. Uh, well, going into it, so two things. I think with it was a kind of a collective expectation that we would get like, you know, violated by City. Um, but if anyone has watched our games this season, we know that we do well against bigger teams. We've we've seen that with Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham, yeah. and it's a function of the way those bigger teams play. They play expansive football. They come out to attack you. So the low block aspect of it there it doesn't come into play in this case and you know with with kids as talented as we we have talent i'm not gonna lie we have talented players i will admit that they are talented some of them are over, overpriced yes a, a lot of them are overpriced but they're still talented um and when they are in a pitch where equally or maybe slightly more talented players are against them there is that okay talent clashes with talent and we can play it's when they have when they have issues when they meet like really like these OG players that are like just wily foxes that are not as talented but they know how to be disciplined keep that low block and just hit you on the counter. That's when they have issues. But I wasn't too worried and I said it I think in in the, one of the last messages I, I put in the group that uh, our man here is I said that um you know. I don't expect us to lose by much, too much. This maybe one zero or whatever. Now I didn't see a four four game. I didn't see us scoring that much. First of all, we scored four goals, and all four were like 
deserved goals, not like, oh, mixed cross or uh, just the dodgy handball or whatever. These were legit goals. And I was impressed by that. That was the most impressive thing for me. Um, and the fact that City had to, you know, get some dodgy calls on their favor to get the goals or whatever, I, it made me very happy, very, very, you know, um, you know, uh, what was the word? Optimistic of the future. But then again, you had, the future, it made me happy. It made me happy. <laughs> hey, soundbite, soundbite. <laughs> it made me happy, yes. Yes, it made me happy. I don't know why... Is it, David, David, go and focus on so whatever it is you are doing before this, go and focus. Don't even watch this. Point is that I was impressed by uh, Pochettino's setup. And um, first of all, I don't think that three of uh, Gallagher, Enzo, and uh, Caicedo should be playing at the same time. I think Gallagher should pair with one of the other two, not both of them. I think that once you have uh, Enzo in the, I, I don't want to go into too many details, but I am very, very uh, impressed with what I saw. Now, should I say, okay, we played this well, so it's going to be smooth sailing from now on? Hell no. no. We still don't know how to deal with the low block. Like, who is next? Who is next on our list, Steph? Uh, let me check. Let me check. I think it's Newcastle. It is Newcastle. Yeah. We might struggle against Newcastle a bit because. They have some good players. I'm not going to say they have like uh, trash or like all these uh, carpenters playing for them, but they have some good players with carpenters mentality. So those guys are quite solid when it comes to like defense and when it comes to like positional awareness. If they come and I want to play expansive football with us, it works better for us. But this City game, I was very impressed by Pochettino. I was <laughs> my man of the match was Sterling. I know I know Palmer won it, but my man of the match was Sterling. He played like a possessed demon today, like a demon possessed. Like I think it was personal for him. It seemed like it was a little personal for him, probably because of this being snubbed by the uh, England color or whatever. England, England but the yeah. way he played today was out of his mind. Kukurela was also immense, especially considering the fact that he got had a uh, an early yellow card, but he played well. I don't know if he has like a list of all those top wingers in his in his house. I said, okay, today is Saka. Tomorrow is uh, Foden. I'm going to deal with these ones. And then the people that actually get the best of him are the low-level um, wingers from the other smaller cl clubs. But against... Today, he was terrific. I said Palmer. I said uh, Sterling. I said um, Kukurea. Also, for the low IQ player he is, Jackson did well today. I'm not going to lie. Like, he did ah. a lot of running. Let, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me land. Now, <laughs> the issue is... The issue is... The issue is whenever he has the ball and he has to make a decision. That's when, you know, errors, errors start coming in. Said, when you give him a ball and say, okay, option here, option there. When you give him more than one option, while I did. If he has the ball and there's only one option, he will do well. But if there are multiple options, which is so often the case with strikers, he just, like, makes the wrong decision. But for all that, having said all that, he was running from minute zero till when he was subbed. He was yeah. always hustling, fighting everything. And I, can, I will always commend efforts. I mean, where where brain will carry you reach, effort will carry you further than that. His brain didn't carry him so fast, so the effort took him a little further. So I can commend that. For instance, that Broha chance that we got the uh, Broya with the uh, the PK, if that was Jackson, he would have tried to shoot that first time. He would have tried, yeah. and that would have not gotten the result we got. I just wish Broya had Jackson's like body and durability. Then you know, I don't, I, I don't even think, I don't even think he'll have controlled the ball properly. It would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, 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 they would have the ball properly. 
But I was I was impressed. I was impressed with the uh, the, the link up play ah, and everything. EJ, 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 don't go fast with that comment. There's one very, very too optimistic comment that I need to I need to address. I beg, I beg, I beg. No, 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 no. There's the last one. The, the last, last one that said I didn't expect us to City because they are vulnerable. We're not matured enough to play low block teams because these boys don't know what they should be doing. They'd be passing back to the keeper. All right. I agree with I agree with, with the second half of the comment. The first part, bros, no. I think no. we're yeah, that's a reach. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a reach, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a far reach. <laughs> As in, yeah, I thought I thought it was a few hours today. Ask the boys now. I did not have I, plan to wake up I, and watch the game. I came to look I at thought they, I, I, I thought they would beat us. I didn't think they would beat us that bad, but I thought they would beat us. To be but honest, like I, I, also, I, I also thought they would like overplay us, outplay us like a lot. That's what I expected more. I was shocked, actually, I was pleasantly surprised by the way we played. I actually expected us to lose bad. And I'll tell you why I expected us to lose bad. Like, in the last couple of games, right, we had chances to score. So we've been scoring Tottenham, even the last one that we lost. I mean, uh, I think the Brentford one was the um, low block abnormality we yeah. talked about. Then the other games, like we asked now, and we would win, we would score, or we would lose and score. Um, yeah. Why I was worried was against Tottenham, there, there was a new problem, a new fear, as they say, unlocked, new trauma unlocked. Before it was low block, that was our problem. There's something called a high block right now. <laughs> you understand where I'm coming from, Ben? Yeah. It was trauma to watch. So Tottenham device something that I think is, is ingenious. Two men down, they put all their players on the line. Chelsea had no, nothing, nothing was in the brain. <laughs> to do one, two, and run with you. Like, they were looping the ball. Constant. It was so painful to watch. Everybody that watched that game said, I had no idea Chelsea was this bad. Like, we won 4-1, four, four, four. One, right? But if you watch the game, it did not look like a 4-1 win. <laughs> like, that was what it was. So, coming to play City, I was like, City is going to open us. We are going to open them. I didn't expect us to score. Our XG is crap, and I know I know XG triggers triggers <laughs> our XG is crap. But today we actually converted, as he said, like we converted, which is wild. So that first that first statement is a bit, a bit of rich. Mm. All right, I I I I agree. Against Tottenham, I think it was just a lack of um of of situational awareness there, or the lack of experience in that. Because the thing is, with that such a high line with nine players. Your 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 what's it called? Your front line is already keeping that high line where it is. What happens is you have runners from like midfield or defense going. You would think play them through, and Modric and whoever or whatever is is quick enough to go there to collect the square pass, which is something I, I thought. Offside. I I thought Nine the first the, like it, honestly, I'm I'm no I'm I'm not going to come here and say I'm this professional player, but man, I'm I'm like I'm mature and I was like okay, first time, second time, okay, now we know what's going on. Midfielders make the run. Wing backs make that run because your 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 whoever is marking is not going to follow you all the way back. Make that run, break that first line, and it's smooth sailing from there. Kukre, I did it one time and stopped doing it afterwards. I don't understand. Like it, it was crazy. But then when we come to the city game, Pep and his um and I I knew I, knew, I thought we were going to get outplayed, but I knew we weren't going to get like you know demolished in terms of goals because first of all De Bruyne and for the two goals I scored today, he hasn't really been himself since the Bruyne left, let's be honest. He hasn't been getting those, like, pinpoint passes and everything. He hasn't been making those runs and everything. 
So De Bruyne being out of the the, the 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 equation here kind of softened that expectation for me. Like, okay, we're gonna get beat, but not that bad. So I'm really just surprised. Sterling, I didn't expect Sterling to come today. I don't know what he had, but he should drink it every morning before he comes to play any game for us. Cole Palmer is the truth. Moving him from the right to the middle, it just it, it was it was delightful to watch. It was delightful you to know, watch. Now, do you know a player? Do you know a player that City is missing? That made me realize that, like, oh my god, this player will have probably shredded us today without De Bruyne. Ikai Gundogan. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. If yeah. Gundogan, Gundogan was yeah. his game, Chelsea will play. Well, this will not be the outcome because the, what what Benny said about Haaland missing those pinpoint passes. I think we underestimate. Um, Maybe maybe he's just an exceptional player, which we I believe he is. But that number ten that can create in tight spaces and the weight of the pass, keep the weight of the pass on the right side for the attacking player, is so. I don't know if you can teach it. I guess you can teach it. You can show it. I've seen academies where they talk about it. But instinctively to know that oh, I'm seeing this guy run and I will spin the ball enough to his advantage against the defender. Right. We, underest we underestimate how powerful that stuff is with the likes of KDB, Bernardo Silvers, Ike Gundogan, Xavi, Iniesta. Sil Silva. Silva was played out of position today, Sil in my opinion. He was played out of position. Yeah. Yeah. If he had been pushed a little further up, while for day, he would have Danger. been in trouble. He was playing next to Rodri, essentially, so that was good. But then you have to comments real quick. says, why did y'all think we would lose badly? Last four games against City, Ended one nil against us, and that includes our la our trashy last season. Worst case, I thought we would lose two one. Okay. Um, that that's that's true and wrong in his first time. Like, well, I mean, I think maybe he's saying that you thought you would lose, but not by not demolished. I I, I, I didn't I didn't think we'd lose badly. Okay. Do you I remember? Because I have said earlier that he thinks you guys would improve in the second half of the season with Nkunku. And he goes, of course, the ultimate improvement will come from the next set of signings during the summer. That will determine if they make the next step and become a top four side. But I like we are not signing anybody, yo. We are not signing anybody. Yeah, that's signed enough. FF is going to get Chelsea eventually figured out the high line against Spurs, though. So they're referring to your discussion about how y'all played against yeah. Spurs. Yeah, it was eventually, but, it was, eventually, but ah, uh, come on. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Man. And, and like, what else is there? That's um, like watching your child, your child that you spent ten thousand a semester for going to school doing a, a, a b, b. You're like, he eventually got it. Are you mad? He eventually <laughs> got it. Yeah, let me let me clap for them because he eventually he, you get to Z, you start collecting beating. Penny, <laughs> I'll give you one minute to tell me your. Answer this question. The best player of the season for you. Idris told us his best player so far has been Connor Gallagher. Who's your best player? Is <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it like picking like from? It makes me. It makes me, one hundred percent, sick to my stomach to say this because I've been against this guy being a Chelsea player for for as long as he's been a Chelsea player because I just feel like he's not elite enough. But then again, we're not in an elite position, so maybe he's perfect for the club right now. Gal I agree with Idris. Conor Gallagher has been... <sighs> it has been immense. I just... I, I don't like him. First of all, I don't like him. I don't like him, I don't, I don't like him as a player. I've, I've been on this 
crusade of get this guy out of the club. He belongs to Crystal Palace, but then again, <laughs> we're in Crystal Palace position right now, so that's <laughs> not. I can't really complain too much. So I'm gonna go with Conor Gallagher. And okay, I'm not good. I'm going to ignore that comment from David right now because we just opened up that kind of worms. But Conor Gallagher has been great. Wait, he is forward for his running and everything for his um um uh, industry i should say he hustles i call him energizer bunny he runs everywhere he's doing a lot of marking uh last season he was doing a lot of running with no outcome but then again we're trying to be something we're not um this season he has found a home in mid mid table chelsea let's see what happens if we move up once we actually <laughs> Then I just can say that. That's kind of what I said. Last, can you go back to his last comment? I actually wanted, wanted to read that <sighs> last comment. David, Mr. XG, Mr. GPS, talking about direction everywhere. I don't know why you're working for, wherever you're working for, go and work for Garmin or for Google Maps or something. Everything direction, direction, direction. Well, don't worry. Conor Gallagher has proven me wrong over and over and over again. So I'm going to slow on the whole uh, anti-Conor uh, Gallagher um, on, on rhetoric. But yeah, he's been the best player so far. The most reliable one so far this season. Yes. Most, most reliable. Consistent. Like it. Okay, okay. Um, sorry. I'm my <coughs> All right. You need yes. Baba Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Or Trevor, whichever you want. Awesome water. But yeah, hey, sorry, it's, it's London is blue today, uh, so hey, just saying, Baba Blue. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Let y'all have that. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. Suggestions, uh, suggestions for cure for VAR. Managers to get mm. three challenges, scrap VAR. Olaf's supposed to join us for this segment. See if he hops on. Let's see. Okay, well, yeah. Waiting for it. We don't really have to wait, but I can't really talk. So I'll let y'all talk. Suggestions for cure for VAR. I mean, I've had a lot of suggestions even before VAR came. Just because me and Ola have talked about this. I watch, oh, there you go. But I watch a lot of other sports, and we have a lot of challenges with these other sports. Like, with time, they've been trying to make these sports perfect. Make them... Um, Try to try to remove mistakes from the game. Try to remove inconsistencies from the game. Football, football it, I get it. There are a lot of differences between football and tennis, between football and American football. Um, but you have to imagine that there has to be a way to resolve some of these inconsistencies. And I hate to use my team as an example, but it's just week to week, right? So let's use my team yeah. as an example. We saw last week against Newcastle um, a foul before the their goal, where there was a push against Gabriel that wasn't mm -hmm. called, and they all came. They came to a consensus to say that it was acceptable, or not. I don't even know if they said it was acceptable. The way they phrased it was that the goal should have been given, which it was given, meaning that the foul was allowed, in my opinion. Um, and then yesterday, pretty much four days later or five days later, we see Buskaya Saka push a player in their box against Burnley, and they blew the whistle dead. Pretty much like two seconds after, meaning that we couldn't capitalize on whatever. And there was pressure building in that play. The goalkeeper had to make a save, but they would have ruled out anything if the goal had gone in because they blew the whistle in that moment. Now, my question is why can't these calls be consistent? 
or the fact that we got a red card under the same um, referee, right? Michael Oliver gives us a red card in our game because I'm I'm sure he's thinking that this game is irrelevant. We've already won. If I take um, Fabio off, off of this game for a foul, that was a legit foul, a red cardable foul, fine. If I take him out of this game, it doesn't really affect the, it may not really affect the outcome, right? I'm like, no, that's not true because technically, if you are taking out Kovacic, from our game, when we played City, when the ref and you saw him kick our players twice, one was a red card ball offense. Either way, it would have been two yellows and nothing happened. When you're trying to let the balance of the game happen that way, what is your point? Because you can say you're trying to keep things level, but a red card, straight red card takes our player out for how long? Three games. Isn't that right? Mm. Three games yeah. immediately. So I don't have Odegaard as a team. I don't have Odegaard. I don't have ESR. I don't have Partey. And now you're taking out Fabio because I'm going to call a red today, but I'm not going to call it the other day. If you had done it the other day, Fabio comes back. Two yellows. He comes back after one game. So these decisions affect everything we do. And if you're not consistent mm -hmm. about it, you're being partial. That's why we yeah. see personality everywhere. We don't like it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, go for it. Oh yeah, um, I've come. I've come to rant again. <laughs> I've come to rant about, and and I think, I think people might think oh, it's tiring to keep ranting, but I think the more noise we make, generally, eventually, it's to filter upwards, and it is already filtering upwards. So the first thing I will address is this committee that you mentioned. The committee that said, oh, the goal for Arsenal should have stood, and the goal for Newcastle should have stood against Arsenal. Um, that committee is even irrelevant. Why do they even have that committee? Because it's not, it's not PGMO. I, like, I, I replied it today. It's not a PGMOL. It's an independent review committee. They look oh. at the decisions. Oh, yeah. They did that against Liverpool. Like when we got two records against Spurs, they said Jota shouldn't have gotten a record. But they didn't overturn it because they don't have, they don't have the power to do that. They just, they just look at the decision and then they give their opinion. So what's the relevance? Why are you giving, why are you giving us your opinions when you cannot turn the decision over? So that committee is useless in my view. It's because it's they're saying, okay, for example, they even said Kai Havertz should have gotten a red card. So okay, yeah. So he should have gotten a red card, but then he didn't get a record, so he didn't miss the next three games anyway. So why are you telling us Kai Havertz should have gotten a record? So so I'm just addressing that that part of it. That committee, I don't know why they're doing this independent review committee is useless because they are not improving anyway. So the main thing about VAR for me is unfortunately we we can't get rid of VAR. So we're going to live with it. My yes. biggest issue, like you mentioned, EJ, is the inconsistency. And I think, well, it's, it's true. Sometimes there'll be inconsistency, but it's just crazy. Like you gave like three, for examples, for Arsenal. I can give you two, three for Liverpool straight away. Like this season, major ones. I'm, I'm not even talking about the goal that was legit that they forgot, <laughs> forgot to give to us. I'm talking about like Van Dijk's red card against Newcastle. We got four red cards within six games. Liverpool, yes. This is four red cards. Van Dijk's one. They gave him an extra ban because he told the referee, this is an effing joke. He was supposed to get only a one-game ban. But because he said this is an effing joke, they gave him one game extra. Oh my God. <laughs> one game extra. And we see other, other players going to referee to cause at referee. Don't give them any card. Yes. Then there was one. I love... At the beginning of the season, this was the guideline. They said, if they tackle you and you do like this, you wave a card, then the referee should book you. 
They booked yeah. McAllister for Liverpool for that in the first. He said McAllister. They, they booked all Jackson's yellow cards. The first five he collected. Yeah, doing that, <laughs> but the other that? players would do it, but they won't do anything. Like right. people like oh, this guy did the same thing. Like in the sports game, there was their player that was waving the card. Udogi was waving card. Uh -huh. Their in the face. It, they didn't give him yellow card. So we, all of us have many examples. Idris will have examples for Chelsea. Um, yeah. My United fans will have examples. For me, the one I feel sorry for the most is the Wolves guy. Honestly, EJ, if you look oh, at all got, the atrocities, Wolves, uh, Wolves have suffered this season. <laughs> Man, they should they should be the one putting out a statement every week. Wolves, every the week. bad decisions yeah. they've gotten every single week. And so we're at this point where almost every team is suffering. So, okay, what's the way forward? Because all, all, all of us are good at complaining. Yes, we are, we are good at complaining. We are good at shouting. So the reforms, EJ will know this. I think before VAR came in, we had a discussion and both of us were like, wouldn't it be nice if they put in a challenge system in football? But the thing is, football is so arrogant. These guys implemented a system and they don't want to learn from other sports. They just say, oh, we just do it blind. They're not taking from rugby. They're not taking from tennis. They're not taking from NFL. They just want to do it their own way and they're messing it up. So now so the way forward... In my opinion, it's still the challenge system. I don't see any coherent arguments against the challenge system. And for example, if we do the challenge system, we'll say, okay, each team will get one challenge per half. So that limits VAR intervention. VAR will not do anything unless the team captain says, we want to challenge this incident. So for that straight away, it removes VAR put, putting their nose every few minutes. That reduces the interference. And then after the challenge system, the challenge system, you can only use it once and you must, like within, you know, in tennis, like EJ, if you want to challenge, you challenge straight away. Yes. So the challenge system will be like, or oh, if you see something, you challenge within 10 seconds. Within yes. 10 seconds, make your challenge. Not that you go and look at the screen somewhere and say, oh, we want to spend two minutes before we make our challenge. No. Within 10 seconds, make your challenge. And then if you lose it, that's gone. So that, that reduces interference on VAR. That puts the pressure back onto the team to make a judgment call. So the judgment call is not on these officials who are incompetent anyway. The judgment call is now on you as a team to say, do we want to challenge that? Do we want to challenge that decision? Let me ask but, you this. When you say challenge, what, what are the things that you, if you were supposed to make a proposal, if you're going to make a proposal right now, what items, mm -hmm. what parts of the game would you consider challengeable? What, what, what are the, what, the things that are challenging now? Which technically should be red cards, goals being scored. Those are the two biggest fields, red cards and goals being scored. Offside should not really be a challengeable thing because off, offside should be black and white. Yes, it's measurable, but unfortunately, even you yourself, you know that sometimes the way yeah. they draw the lines it doesn't make sense. <laughs> sometimes they'll say they don't have the camera angle. There was one offside Liverpool suffered against Emir in the Emirates that Arsenal scored from. They said they couldn't find the camera angle, and Saka looked offside, but they couldn't find the camera angle to <laughs> prove it was offside. So even the offside is even dodgy. And my final point is this: I don't understand why the media did not make a big fuss. This 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 news came out after the Liverpool sports game. Premier League officials are going to Saudi Arabia and United yeah. Arab Emirates to referee games. That is a major conflict of interest. You shouldn't be having your referees go to places where clubs that are owned by UAE and yeah. clubs that are owned by Saudi Arabia are in the Premier League. So that's why I told EJ the last time we spoke about it. I said, I don't blame Arsenal fans for taking Michael Oliver. He, he's taking brown envelopes. Because he went to referee in Saudi Arabia. He went to referee in UAE. And you're letting your referees go there. So I don't blame people start putting two and two together to get five. Because you'd be like, oh, maybe this guy, you know, they, they, took, they took money from these guys over there now that are coming to do nonsense. Why are you letting your referees do that? It's a conflict of interest. It's a conflict I, of interest. So that's what I feel. Yeah, yeah.
May I, Ola? I, 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 a couple of things that you said. I, so I, that last part I disagree. And and um, I think it's okay for which other, which other league does that, Cedric? No, which other league does that? No, let me let me let me let me, let me land on what let me let me let me land on why why I think it should be in the best interest of, of Premier League refs to go abroad and also work. Um maybe not in Europe does this happen, but I know for sure in the Middle East they share resources like that because they just don't have enough. In Africa, even in the Champions League, there are times where the uh, referees are loaned across not maybe not champ not champions league even like league games so that they can have like experience and also improve improvement of the game it's to me it's not it's not a big deal i i would hope that as you're trying to further the integrity of the game that that will not be something that would be happening but i see the fear i i i acknowledge the 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 potential of that to be a thing a lot like i'm not saying we are humans humans are flawed they can that could be an issue but I also see the positives of them being outside because from the beginning of when you started the rant on the um, on the referees and VAR, which I totally agree with you on, there was one thing that stuck out with me. And anybody that is English here should take this to heart in the sense of like, there's some form of arrogance here with the way they do their things and their institutions mm -hmm. over the years. The, the Italian Serie A is not having this issue per se, right? Uh, Spanish league is not having this issue per se. And I watched the Spanish league. The Bundesliga is not having this issue. Like, they quickly look at the stuff. You know, they quickly look at this stuff and they know how to quickly fight. Even Nigeria league, where I don't watch, right? That they are yeah, going to fight. You're going to fight. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I've gone a little too far. <laughs> come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. Okay, okay, come Your points don't be straight. Come back. No, no, because I watched all the CAF Champions League and we've seen them contest calls we've seen them look at some vocals and like look at it again the reason I'm, where i'm going with my argument is it's a cultural issue here not to say the english culture is shit but we cannot take away from the fact that there's some form of elitism going on here yeah. that you cannot question the institution you cannot do this some refs would be so rude so blatant when a foreign player seems to be enigmatic or like emotional or expressive, I don't want to use the word emotional because emotional is just very rude at this point. I can be an emotional person. We are all emotional in some sort of way. It just depends on how we actually express it, right? Like if I'm expressing myself and I'm saying, hey, as an Italian, I'm doing all this. And I know maybe in the English culture, I don't like people doing all this all the time. We can find ways to warn players and talk to players. The last game, I can't remember, was it the Tottenham game or something? I can't remember his name. Before he carded you, you told you why he was carding you, or he told you why he was having a call. Like, almost like an educational session. This is why I'm making this decision. This is what I saw. And you could tell, like, the tempo, although the game was oh, high, yeah. the tempo kind of, like, maintained. I remember that, I yeah. Was, I think it was Chelsea's first yeah, or something. something. Yeah. Chelsea gets first. Even when you, yeah. when you went to card the, uh, the, the sports manager, yeah. you could only see him explaining to the guy yeah. why he was going to card him. And that's the way it should be. And that's yeah. the way it should be. Explain to the fans. I'm telling you. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it should be. Pause the game and tell what you're doing. Exactly. But if you don't, if you don't give that room of conversation with the captains, with players expressing themselves, with the with the idea that all is coming up, we say, I want to contest that call. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not even having that, then you're killing the game emotionally and what people, it becomes too robotic and it becomes like, and then when you make mistakes, like the one that they found out, uh, I cannot remember which game it was, where uh, the recording was released. What stops you from going back to go and be like, hey, guys, we got you wrong, bro. Sorry. So that, that, that particular one, it, it, it was quite poignant, the, the fact that they wanted to uphold 
the system so this, much you're this, willing to go with a wrong decision, a clearly wrong decision that was known. So it's in my they were like, oh, we would rather err on the side of you know just keeping the status quo than you know yeah. breaking the mold to make the right call. So that tells it speaks volumes to like just the culture. The referee and God, God bless. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Like Ben, I think the issue, from what I've watched in the Premier League, has been a cultural thing. I may be wrong, because it's just weird that it can be that wrong. I, I might disagree. There. Uphold, yeah. I might disagree there. The process. Because I, 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 see, there. I, see. I, I think we don't have. I, I think we don't no, have enough data. The, the thing is, we watch. This is this is this is the truth. Out of let's say out of hundred matches you watch in a year, at least eighty will be like Premier League matches. How many of us yeah. really watch Premier uh, Serie A regularly? How many of us watch Bundesliga? They also have their problems. I listen to different podcasts where they, they analyze different leagues, and they also have problems with VAR. Now, the, the reason why it looks worse in England is because we watch England more. Because out of hundred matches, we're watching like eighty matches, ninety matches per year. So. I don't dispute the fact that, yes, in England, they have these elitists and they have this um, form of arrogance. It's, it, it is there. Like institutional, it. there. Like institutional, I will throw the line and I will not... It is definitely there. That. See our word web. Yeah. Our web is the GMO child. See the way he, I want, see the way he behaves. He has that oxy <laughs> demeanor. He has that, he has that I am a school teacher. You cannot talk to me. Yeah. He's a cop, right? I, th I think it was a cop, right? Like a... Was it yeah, a policeman? Yeah, policeman. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I agree with you that they do have that. They have that kind of form of arrogance. But the way forward, I can see some comments like they're saying, um, if "David is saying, how will you challenge? We challenging yeah, I mean, change their opinion." When, when I'm talking about challenging, so, yes, when, sorry, when I'm talking sorry, about just challenging. VAR doesn't have any interference at all. VAR will only interfere when the captain says we want to challenge this. So. And now I take the point that it's true. It's still the VAR that will still look at the challenge. But at least it limits their interference. At the moment, they are putting their nose every five minutes. They are chipping their nose five, everywhere. Yeah. They are looking at tackles that are 50-50. They are looking at small pools. Look at City getting soft penalties because VAR is looking at it and saying, oh, somebody put somebody. You know, they are putting their... their it's too much. That's why we're getting angry because every few minutes, there's an incident that VAR is... They are reviewing okay, it. So let's limit this. their interference. I... I, so, I, I I would draw, I disagree with you there. I think they need to be involved everywhere, but they need to be calling these things like as if they were a referee on the on the field. And the referee on the field also needs to do his job. Why is anyone getting a soft penalty? If there's a screen there, like if you watch the you're on the field, you're seeing something. Thank you. Thank you. That's fine. Unless it's blatant, you shouldn't be changing your mind. Did they tell him to go to the screen to go look at it? No, they always say it's clear and obvious. They are, I didn't see they, this is the problem. The way they word the laws, they'll say, oh, maybe it was a clear and obvious error. Now, clear and obvious is a broad term. What is it's clear and obvious to me is different from what is clear and obvious to Idris. It's different from what is clear and obvious to, to EJ. So clear and obvious is a nonsense term because they are hiding behind it. So they'll tell you, oh, that referee saw it, but maybe and obviously you shouldn't have given the red card or you should have given a red card and they hide behind that so it's a broad term to justify any form of decision any form of decision they want to take they can hide behind it and say oh it was a clear and obvious error but clear and obvious is not the same for all of us what you think is clear and obvious is not what i think is clear and obvious so it's always going to be a subjective decision it's always going to be somebody's opinion so that's why i think I it's just remove the interference totally remove vieras interference totally unless the team wants it 
I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I th so I think VAR has been that would make sense. That I think it's I think the, the only way the challenge thing would work is if they're not already doing it. Yes. If well, yeah. Well, then so going back so two things. Going back to the challenge issue now, when you say maybe the captain on the field can make that challenge, bear in mind he doesn't have the benefits <coughs> of replay of like instant replay. Yeah, he'll be the coach. You can't be the that's captain. the point. All right. And if you want replay, the coach, all right, all right, all right. Look worse. You have yeah. a 10 second gap there, and this is probably secondary. What if you don't get that replay in that 10 seconds or whatever, then you start disputing all that in 15 seconds or whatever? But okay. Back to VAR though. No, you don't. You don't need a replay. It should be in real time. That's one of the yeah, problems it with VAR. Real time. It, that's but that that's the thing. A lot of things that you challenge. You're okay. You're saying okay. The ref is there, who usually has a better vision, a better view than the coach. Yes, and if it's wrong, it's wrong. And that's well, if it's wrong, it's wrong. But then now you're saying that you want to give a coach who is further away that opportunity to challenge the ref who is closer. Are you saying the ref isn't seeing it properly, or are you suggesting the ref is? Yes, Corrupt. we're suggesting that okay. the ref did not call it. So, called it. Therefore, now it, it, is that is that an issue of yeah. the ref being corrupt or not being trained enough? Is that the issue? Okay, I'll give an example with American it's not football. Corrupt, uh, it's not about corruption. It's like honestly, if a toe is out of the line, like let's say this mm -hmm. is the line and a toe is out, and they don't call it, and one of the coaches they have people watching the game from all sorts, right? Of all right. And they see that toe out, they're going to challenge it. Their cameras come in, they look. If the toe is in the line, it's fair. You get okay. your you get your challenge deducted. I, I watch I watch football too. I, I know I know what you're talking about. Those real things. Now, so that's you say, okay, each team go and get your own camera system right now. Get your own camera team to be looking out for all these little things and whatever. Is that more feasible than just saying, hey, let's train these refs better? With yeah. this game has been around for this game has been around for what hundreds of over a hundred years. Yes. Over a hundred years, and in that period, some monumental decisions have gone against certain teams. The VAR coming in is to reduce that possibility, and for better or worse, it has done that. Now the refs have been trash in England. Let's let's be honest. I watch uh, Bundesliga a lot too. I watch um, the French league. I watch the Spanish league. A lot of leagues. It is no coincidence that most of the world-class refs are not English. It's no coincidence Fact. that when you go to tournaments, oh, major tournaments, Fact. you don't see a lot of English Fact. refs there. It's no coincidence. It's mm -hmm. because they're not good. They're just not that good. They're not good. They're, For instance... They're very wealthy. They're in a wealthy league that yes, has doesn't mean that they're... They, they, they feel like they're, they're the best how, league. That's how I when he's 25 years old, the English league is the, the Premier League is the greatest world. Greatest world. I feel like yeah. I work in Premier League. I can't, I'm infallible. I can't be wrong. And that's why there's that's a, a lot of scrutiny there because they're not that good. They're not well-trained. Yeah, I agree with you. You can that. see they don't, they don't communicate well. So up, instead of adding up, all this extra, extra... One, one English. I, was there any English ref there? Yeah. Like, was he there? But, I think only, only, one. One. only one, I think. I know there was a major tournament that there was no English ref. Either only it was one. the Euros or the World Cup. I, I forget. I but maybe it was just one. The one before that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Euros, there was none. That, yeah. But you see a pattern there. You see a pattern right there. They are not well-trained. They are not good enough. Because before you pick these refs, you look, you, they look at their performances now in their games. Okay, how do you refing their games? Is this guy good yeah. enough? Let's go and see the games he has been refing. And they graded these guys on their own singular test, and they failed. So these guys are not that good enough. Let's just be honest about that. Because I watched the... 
I'm with Ben the, uh, on this, man. Like, the game, Oliver was I watched the, the game. Was explaining Tottenham Chelsea game. Mike Oliver was the only one that had seen in the World Cup, as Ben said. Um, what was it called? Bayern versus one of that team. First half, three red cards. Three red cards, and each instant, VAR interceded. And I was like, man, normally, if this yeah. were in England, yeah, right, for don't happen for you. Three red cards in the first half, and those players saw it. The ref went through the motions, the same thing, and gave like the, the, the punishments there. And everyone was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, that's that's to me, I was like, what the hell? Are they okay with this? And I looked at it like, okay, they actually made the right calls here. VR intervened, and they made the right calls afterwards. So, if you use it right, it will bring the, the right results. That's the thing. Coach, yeah. these uh, these refs are not good enough. That's just the God on the street. And they have, a, they, have, they have a pattern of being... That inconsistency comes from the fact that, one, they are arrogant, and two, they think that English football is tough and we should allow some of these plays to go through. And we need to keep the game level and we're the ones, we're the ones on the field controlling everything and we have to make these decisions. And to be, to be, no matter if it's consistent or not. Like if you give them a if you give them a microphone and make them come and talk in front of us and tell us what they're doing. Back to my Arsenal City example, if Kovacic had hit that guy on the shin and Michael has a mic and has to come and tell the, the fans, <laughs> yellow card. I don't think that's yellow card. It's not going to make it. It's not going to make it right now. Michael Oliver would have said, "You will have said, aye, aye, aye. You, you, I know, Siam. Exactly, and uh, like it makes no sense." I think yeah. this is you guys should, they do. They explain it, your speaking of the arrogance, remember the Mike when Mike Dean went to the podcast, he was retired and I went to that podcast and I started saying, Oh, I remember the game Tottenham versus Chelsea yeah. and um uh, when, when Romero pulled uh Cucurella by his hair, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to put my, my mates in it. What kind of nonsense if I was the if I was the other podcast, I'd slap off with you. Like, what kind of nonsense are you talking in your mouth? Yes. Even if that's true, you don't say that out loud. But the fact that you can say that. Just shows the arrogance yeah. in all of them. No, I think there's an arrogance. Think it makes no damn sense. To be honest with you, Ben, arrogance. I'm actually yeah. to be honest to be to be honest with you guys. I will pull back on that thing that he said. Maybe we should look at it as a cry for help. Maybe himself be fierce. <laughs> no, let's be honest. Wait, wait, guys. Like reason with me. I mean, all I see where they go with this thing. If he was, if he felt, if we were saying that we are, we are that these guys told us so much. They follow what these guys say. No, take out now. Say, oh, if I go against Ijo, I'm not gonna keep my job with these guys. It's almost like that blue line that we're talking about. You know, we, we, I said it. They're like these guys come out. There's already a chip on their shoulder, no doubt. There's also yeah. a cultural difference when other people are like, oh, I don't understand why my whatever they make you feel some type of way that you're brandishing card. Like Mourinho was at one point time looking at the refs like when he came back to the Premier League, like that. Why are you jumping? Like, this is something we used to do back in the Chelsea yeah. days. You know, things are changing now. And they're like, wondering, why are you so soft? Or why can't you make this decision? And this guy is saying on a podcast that, hey, I didn't want to throw my mates under the bus. Yeah. Then we also saw the guys. The other he just, I just think. The guy was not like, yo, we should call that team back. The guy was just like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, I said, we can't do that anymore. We can't do that anymore because the, the players continued. We can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there is a culture. Yeah, I think he just started very badly. This season, yeah. this this season, uh, I I think if you guys remember the very first game of the season, I think it just set the tone for the season. It was Wolves against Man United at Old Trafford, yeah. and Onana yeah. comes out like a boxer, double fist, punch this guy in the head, yeah. 
and they said no penalty. Like, uh, and what's annoying? Like, I did one. He did one kind of anime video. punch. And then he kept playing like as if he, he kept playing as if it did nothing. As if nothing happened. Ah, this is normal. It's, it's normal, right? Okay. Boom. You know <laughs> Give the guy a double. It's not, it's not even just a decision. <laughs> what, what annoyed me? I saw the referee jogging to the side. I thought, oh, referee is going to look at the monitor for this incident. I just saw him bring out a yellow card for the Wolves manager for complaining. That's that just who set the tone for this season. Like these people, they want respect. Monitor what? Monitor Lizard. Yes. You want respect, but you are not willing to be better to end your. You don't. You are not earning this respect. You went to give this guy yellow card for complaining about a clear foul, and that's what happened today. Today, keep they just give yellow cards. If you talk small, they give you yellow card. But meanwhile, they, they, they themselves the, are doing that the job referee, badly. The referees I, I, I don't understand the complaint about refs. I don't understand that. Isn't it I an independent organization? Is it part of the EPL? Like, is the new is the new guidelines? Is the new guidelines? Yeah, don't complain also, about the ref. Don't you know, no, EJ. It's also the 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 again. You saw where we were going with the initial conversation of oh, these guys are going to the Middle East and there might be some hiking packing here. And then you are now um, questioning the integrity of the, the supposed process or potentially the individuals participating in the process, right? That is what they, they are trying to do. You can't keep bashing the ref because they're doing their job. But what they haven't given is the outlet that everybody yeah. is saying, if this guy is wrong, this person is infallible as a human being, there should be recourse. There should be yeah. a way we can actually have exactly. conversation to address the issue. Rather than ten toes down on, I better not call my guy out. Oh, exactly. Yes, already gone. Let's go. They punish them. Can they go on strike? They punish them by giving them a week off. They can. By giving them a week off, they'll say, they "Oh, we punish this referee for what messing up," and they'll say, "We we'll punish them for one week." They demote uh, um, oh, this this guy and our ref for one week. Our ref, our ref, this this today. Didn't they demote him for one oh, game? One day. Yeah, went there and brought him to championship. He went to championship one game and called one of the stupidest penalties I've ever seen in my life. And they brought him back to command. Exactly. And he called that fire referee. So, I, mean. so I think when, when so, we're talking I mean, about. Get you guys are saying you, you can train them to get better. Salary. If you get better, these guys will not get better. I don't, I, I don't believe it will. David actually had the post. He said she outsourced our ref. And I, I agree. I agree. Yes. You're saying outsource yes. the ref for challenges. Yes, I, I agree with that. Because now I know. No. The guy said outsource the whole <laughs> department. I'll source the whole department. Let them you say I'll source the whole department. Let everybody come and I'll source the whole department. Come. And if you are good, you are good. You're not good, you go home. I don't see why all English. I don't see it why. doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to. Is it not football? Is it not talk? Most of the players are not even English anyway. It's not football. You need diversity so, there. I think, I think it was the Zerbi. Oh, it was either the Zerbi or Pochettino that said that I have faith in, in, in VAR and all that. I have it in it. It's just the. It's like VR is like a car. And, it's Porsche. It's Porsche. It's Porsche. Yeah. It's Porsche. Think about yeah, all these extra additions we're talking it's about. It's like it's like adding defenders, like shining the wheels, putting V6 on top, putting turbo, whatever on the engines or whatever. If the driver is trash, it's going to be trash, and the driver is the referee. Yeah. So the referees are the main issue. Let's say all these challenges, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the end, they make the decisions. And if a boy, no matter what you show, a oh, I shouldn't say that before they cancel me. But no matter what you show somebody that 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 can't <laughs> look. If the, the reason if the head I talk is about the challenge, the reason why I talk about the challenge is because I believe it's so deeply rooted. These guys, they are not going to 
you are saying let's outsource. They won't do that. It's England. They won't do that. Exactly. They won't, outsource. Exactly. They won't bring in new referees. This system has been in place. That's we true. were talking about the EJ. There's been only one black referee in like 20 something years in the Premier League. Only one black referee. Since that time, since 1990, whatever, 2000, over 20 years, there's been only one black referee. So do you think that's going to change? It's not going to change so easily. So in the meantime, let us it's, limit that interference. Yeah. Let's limit their putting their nose in the game because you are saying, okay, let's train them to get better. It's true. That's idea. in an ideal situation. We can train them so they get better. Not who is going to train them? Is it our deb? Our web that is useless himself. He is also useless. So who is going to train these people? Who's going to sack him? Nobody's sacking this guy. He's staying there forever. So how do we improve them? So in the meantime, let's just limit their limit their influence. Because anytime they choke them out, anytime they put their nose in something, it's just it doesn't feel doesn't feel they're going to get the right decision most of the time. It, it's true they get decisions right. I'm not saying they don't get decisions right, but yeah. man, this season everybody's complaining. All of us, Chelsea fans have beef. My United fans have Liverpool have beef. Everybody, Everybody has, has beef, beef against them. All well, of us I have beef against them. The biggest, the biggest beef, aside the fact that they, they might have bad calls, is the fact that there's no opportunity for redress. That's and that's yes. the part and where I, I'm like, and they are supposed to be that opportunity. They are supposed fact, to be that opportunity. The, for, for me now, I'm giving up on VR being the opportunity because after I heard that uh, call, that uh, yeah. call that they were talking to each other, it just tells you that like it's the culture, and when I mean culture, I'm not even just saying English culture. Like the work culture they've created in the referees association, their exactly. union, the Premier League is yeah. toxic. If you go against the grain, you might actually get punished for doing the right thing. And that's yeah. something we should do. That's why I said that thing he said at the podcast might actually be a call for help that we were just laughing over. Because he said, I don't want to go against my mate. What does that mean? That's afraid of when they go against their friends or whatever. What are they afraid of? Are they afraid of the fans? Like no, no, no. They're afraid they won't get best. They don't get the big game. The girls just because your exercise. Oh. The guys They don't get the big games. Yeah. They won't get go. They won't get to go to Champions League because you know they yeah, nominate. They nominate them from the Premier League okay. to go and ref in the Champions but, League. But so isn't wait, wait, wait. But so isn't that, how do I help them though? That isn't that like kind of like that. That doesn't help. Yeah, you miss yeah, it, such a big call. Help. It doesn't help because, in the end. Yes, you are right, Benny. Because that's why UEFA doesn't pick them for the Euros and FIFA don't pick them for the World Cup. So look, forget forget the culture. My dean is my dean is crazy. They are they are all on 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 one profession now. They don't know what they are doing. They are just, just arrogant. Together, together we are trash. Should EJ yeah. want to be great, we'll punish her. <laughs> I honestly think I think complaining um, in public forums, fans anyway, when they call these people out, yes, it's unproductive and it doesn't do much and it do, it's everyone whatever but i think they see these things these refs see them and then next time they, they behave a little bit better oh yeah the nice, is, the nice is filtering upwards it is yeah. Look, um for example the, you know after the liverpool sports game when people started shouting ah this is crazy they did they did a couple of reforms they said okay we're going to tweak the communication process so we will just be saying check complete now they have to say check complete go given you know, because people shouted. Because that's why I feel like when people are saying, "Oh, why are you guys shouting? Why is this hysteria?" <laughs> um, copyright. I think that any that ref- I was like the status quo of. I know he's listening. I mean, in football, of- honestly, in football, in football, many things change because of hysteria. Look at the goal line technology. Frank Lampard scored a goal in the World Cup. The ball crossed the line. They didn't see it. 
next day, FIFA president, the next day, he said, we're going to put in goal line technology because the noise was so loud. People were like, this is yeah. crazy. Things have to change. Things change because people shouted. So I don't understand why people think, oh, we have to keep quiet and let everything... Re no, we don't have to keep quiet. We will keep shouting until they improve. That's the only way. Or else they won't improve. I know, okay, to be a little improvement, but at least it's something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's keep shouting. Let's keep ranting. Eventually, right. they will improve. I, I just worry. I just, I just worry. I just worry that, like, I hope something disastrous doesn't happen. Maybe a ref getting jumped. It has happened already. For Liverpool, for disastrous. Oh my goodness! I'm just <laughs> because Anthony, 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 Anthony Taylor, Mario nearly called the whole of Rome against Anthony Taylor, <laughs> Europa, Europa League final. Oh yeah. But that stupid call. I, I don't know how that's not a penalty. So clear and obvious. I don't. I that guy just threw his face. Mourinho won't finish him. But you see, that was living the airports. They were uh, almost accosted him. Like everyone wanted actually, to take a slap actually, out of him. They actually accosted him. But that—that's the thing. Look at a different culture. He came with his English way of doing rubbish. He came to a different culture, and they were like, "Yo, did you see it or did, didn't you see?" It? We don't. We don't right? do this. So, you, did you see? It? <laughs> did you, did you call it? it? All right. We'll meet you for airports. So, <laughs> time for beating. Time for beating. That's why we meet at the airport. No, Simple as that. I don't call violence, violence, violence against referees. I don't call violence, but they should catch head. Like, come on now. But that, that's that's what we are afraid of, right? That's what I mentioned in the beginning when this conversation started. There are two sets of cultures I'm worried about. There is the English culture of we're just going to hold our institutions, but there's no an avenue for actually. Then there's the there's the blue line that when we talk about couples, when couples step out of line, they're not cautioned. When people in politics step out of line, they're not cautioned. It's like you guys are just holding a line without caring. Of the consequences of what you're actually doing and you expect do you expect there not to be any blowback which is very crazy so for him to be that crap at home then he now went abroad i need to go and do it again i want to be crap abroad too. <laughs> it's like guy come oh uh, yeah, sure. we don't do that here we, we don't, we don't do that here no 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 maybe it's for them to go to saudi but yeah. go and get experience uh, somewhere saudi that league just started <laughs> that league. They will, they will learn they will learn fan violence <laughs> fan <laughs> violence they can learn yeah <laughs> the season is is long but i can't imagine having two jobs one in one country and one in another you're you're an english yeah. premier league ref you have the competitions that you referee and those are the ones that the players in your the teams in your country play why are you going to saudi arabia i like, think, I think so, saudi arabia i think I, I think it's a branding thing i think it's a branding thing i think some of the referees are made for themselves if Pierre colina exists today he will be in saudi arabia that's just the truth about it uh, it's i honestly money. it's money, money. And, 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 it's and money. Is probably they're yeah, also they're also they're also EG, what are you going for again you're a ref what are you going for again love, love of the game they're also trying to probably deloit their way or or uh, Mackenzie their way into the understanding of we're outsourcing certain so that our own talent can see how it's done. My issue for Saudi you know, Arabia, we don't sure. outsource, outsource anything. No, no this is me. I'm looking at like Saudis are sourcing to the wrong place. They should go to Syria and go to Bundesliga <laughs> to get right. better talent. They're, they're, they're going to learn nothing. That's the problem. Is the optics? Is the optics? Yeah, I tell you, the optics. I don't even. I, I don't believe they are corrupt. I don't believe they are collect, collecting brown envelopes. But it's the optics. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. You cannot be yeah. going to the UAE. And be, in fact, I don't believe they are going to get there to get bribe. But it's just conflict of interest because people will just accuse you of yeah. things like that. They'll be like, "Oh, you just went to the UAE yeah. yesterday, and then you came to give City. You came to give Man City a soft penalty today." Of course, people will see that and say, "Ah." Why? Why are you going to the UAE and two days later you're yes, giving I, City like, a, a soft penalty? 
I mean, it, it might not be straight brown envelope, but if you go and visit, um, who owns, uh, who owns exactly. Manchester? It might not even be money. If you go Corruption to the UAE, it's not just money. If you go to UAE and they treat you well, yes. welcome very much. Oh, we have a room for you, a five star hotel, and you massage and everything. Anyway, where do you want to go? You have everything at your disposal. And then you go to, you go to, you go to London, uh, where uh, under Daniel Levy's whatever, and he's there complaining about you didn't give me that call. You know, call. When Man City played Tottenham and uh, Bernardo handles the ball just on the edge of the box. My guy will look away, and it, it, it's simple as that. It's just one of those things that it's unconscious bias because you are conditioned exactly. unconsciously to like, okay, I'll just favor these guys more, favor these guys. I, it's just to be to be to, yeah. to be honest with you, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm honestly to be honest with you for the growth of the game, I'm actually very torn with this. To be honest with you, I actually want to see referees rotate so they have a sense of different cultures. They have a sense of because the game is what we're trying to improve. And I wouldn't mind if Europe to start, even African coaches, Latin American coaches, because I can't see any premiership coach su surviving in Latin America. Me, I know that for sure. They cannot survive. They <laughs> can't. Because, like, how many, you know what I mean? Like, how many red cards is it going to give for diving? Every day, red card for diving. <laughs> Where are we going to start? Like, then, and, and people are going to run into the stadium. The security is different there. Like, Boca Juniors is a single place. You want to throw fish. Yeah, that's the way. You're not try Boca Juniors and rap. <laughs> you rap people don't die. <laughs> Anthony Taylor cannot <laughs> rep Boca Juniors versus River Plate. Like, like. So that's, <laughs> that's fair, though. Like, let's rep City. Let's bring those refs. Let's bring those refs over to England. Bring those refs. In. If you can rep that game, you can rep anywhere. Bring them to England. Come and make the right calls. For real. So, so me, for that's me, actually like. So, so for me, when, ahead, I'm, when I'm looking like this topic, like I'm with you guys in terms of like the way it looks, like I'm thinking differently. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. Like, you know, the optics are poor. But at the same time, if we are actually to look at like for the good of the game, for the sharing of cultures, for understanding sensitivity and stuff like that, maybe some of these guys need to really move around, in all fairness, just to see how things are being done. That's like, not everything I see, card. I need explanation. Like, okay. honestly, if we are talking I, about culture, they should. Improve the culture back home in England. Let us have black oh, referees. Like Sochi no, was saying there. Sochi oh, was yeah. saying there. He said they did not promote a black ref based on... I have the article in the at, uh, Athletic. The, the referee, he passed... They, they put him uh, out of 17. They put him 16th. No, I mean, I think he passed... They, they put him almost at the bottom based on the fact that, oh, we have too many referees from that region already. Not based on his ability, which was quite good. They said, oh, we cannot put black referee because we already have too many referees from that region. Region. From that region how can you have a, a league how can you have only only one it's only this season one made it as a linesman as an assistant ref yes only one, I, I, I saw only, that, one. Yeah. only one finally after how many years and how, how with the number that's the, with the number of black <laughs> british players with the number of black british players there's no reason why there shouldn't be that many black or exactly. as many black british refs there are, there are a lot of black black people going into football like yeah, it's just. Also, I, I wanted to ask a question. The same um, um, referees in the Premier League, do they also ref below? Because I heard something like, oh, he was demoted. I don't like that term, demoted, because. Was it wasn't it... Yeah, that's what it wasn't. So why did they use the. Why did they like. Why did yeah, they it's, it's, it's a slap, slap on the wrist. Slap on the wrist. They don't referee championship game routinely anyway. My cultural bias is about to come out. I see these people always gaslighting us with stupid English. Man, I used to like this kind of rubbish because I was like, don't they work on the same 
Championship for one week. Championship and and all those championships are like, what are we to you? Oh yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up by saying referees suck, and we still need help. אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
I go with Michael Oliver in particular. <laughs> really? For giving us a red card when he didn't give Dow that team a red card. <laughs> and funny enough, he, to me, he's been the best. He's actually been the best English referee, unfortunately. He's he's yeah. usually my number two, but Damn. I don't know. There's something off about he's he's trying not to insert himself in the game and also insert in the game, yeah. The games. I don't understand that. So he needs to get he needs to be consistent. Until then, he can hold that donkey. Soji, I've never seen Soji just outrightly um, curse in public. <laughs> this is hey, yeah, yeah, me both. Soji, I, I don't like Pep either. I don't like Pep. Pep kind of bush. Okay, yeah, we have gotten to the end. Woo, an hour and a half. This is my longest podcast. Good job, guys. Um, but yeah, an hour and a half. End of the show. Appreciate you, Will, for coming on. Glad your technical issue resolved. Sound good. Yeah, so we'll have a week off and then we'll see everyone. Well, we'll probably have some next week. But yes, thank you all for hanging with us. We're out. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, EJ.